Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. That would be us, and that would also be cause for hi, y'all, and welcome to another uh, episode of Motorsports Madness. And <laughs> I, I'm already excited. Can you tell I'm excited? Jacob Seelman uh, joined by Tom Baker and Randy Miller on the other side of, well, me. And we're going to have a lot to get to over the course of this show. And yes, Tom pointed out, I'm a little amped up tonight, more so than usual. Is there a particular reason for that, or are you just... Of course there's a particular reason for it. It's road racing weekend, y'all. Well, that is true, and actually for both series, right? Because the Xfinity Series at, uh, excuse me, at Road America and the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series over in Canada, A Canada. Yeah, Canada. Running at, uh, (laughs) running at, uh, as I call it still, most sport, or Canadian tire... What is it? Canadian, Canadian Tire Motorsports, Motorsports Park? Park? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is still most sport to me. Well, but I'm old. You're, yes. When, you're, I, when I was going there, it was most sport. You're old, and there are sponsor deals that like to be appeased now. Well, that's true. So uh, for the folks at Canadian Tire, I'm sorry. Canadian <laughs> Tire Motorsports Park. Something like that. It's still it's the okay. same great road course, either way. Both races this weekend should be absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, that's an understatement. Again, because we're road racing. Road America is wonderful. Canadian Tire Motorsport Park is wonderful. Actually, Randy, let me rephrase that. Turn 10 at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park is wonderful. Yes. Why? Because everything happens there. Yes, I know every single person that buys tickets to, to t- Canadian Tire wants to sit in turn 10 just so they can see what happens coming out of turn 10. I think there's a grandstand in turn 10, if there, I'm not mistaken. I think mistaken. there is, too. Uh, and, yeah, there's always excitement had at the end of turn 10. Yeah, ask Noah Gregson and Todd Gilliland about turn 10. And John Hunter Nemechek. And, and Cole Custer. Cole Custer. Yeah. yeah. We've yeah. got a, a lot to talk about between what happened we last really weekend, do. the rumor mill, and what's going on this week. There's a lot Some to have been involving all four of those drivers. Yeah. Rumor mill? Yeah. Rumor mill? Well, there's, there's a rumor some, There's some rumors, yeah. <laughs> Those uh, rumors going on. It's it's not as if I would have stirred any of those up now, is there? Uh, no, you wouldn't do a thing like that. <laughs> the no, blades in that windmill are turning super fast these days. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, yes. I can think of one rumor mill that actually just got stirred up on Twitter. Oh, and Lord, we can mention that, well, after this break. This is Motorsports Madness, and we'll be back in just a minute. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Well, that's fun. And we are back and having almost as much fun as Ross Chastain usually does. Well, maybe not quite as much. We don't have any watermelons to smash. No, we don't have any I'm, watermelons to smash. I'm sure the folks at USSC would not want us to smash watermelons in the studio. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not be a good idea. Somewhere Mark Sanger would hear us say that and go uh, give us that funny look like we'll have to um, get them to I don't up think so parking lot cam and we'll go out back and smash one yeah yeah something like that we'll anyway like this that. is why we call this show motorsports madness because we ramble about crazy things and then kind of somewhere in there weave in some racing talk if you're just joining us hi again Jacob Seelman uh the other side of the table is where you'll find Tom Baker and Randy Miller Yep. Somewhere. And we're over here. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> you and act like this table is two, three miles long. Well, it's, it's longer than I'm used to it being. True. You're way over yeah. there. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm, I'm way over I here. didn't wear my glasses tonight, so I barely can see you. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Probably a good thing. <laughs> and we got James Ouch. Mellick behind Thanks. the big board. Yes. Yeah, James, James is punching a lot of different buttons tonight. Yes. Trying to keep us going, and this show's sounding good. So James is doing uh, an excellent uh, job for us, and... Well, I saw on the way up here on the Twitterverse a rumor, Tom. Okay. And I feel like since you mentioned the rumor mill, we can go ahead and uh, go go ahead and start with that. Why not? May as well. And it involves the Rick Ware Racing 51 car. That was the same enough. rumor I saw. Yes, it was. Yeah. All right. So Garrett Smithley full time question mark with Rick Ware in 2020. I don't know what I'm more surprised at there. The fact that Garrett Smithley may be going full-time cup racing or that Rick Ware Racing is actually fielding one driver for the entire season. Um, I would, for me, it's both. But 
I'm happy for Garrett if this can happen because at this point, I feel like Garrett's been with JD Motorsports for a while. And I think he's gotten about all he can out of that situation. I think at some point, you got to move up to Cup. I think that opens you up to some different, you know, opportunities with sponsors. And again, if you're going to run mid pack and you can put the deal together to do it, then I think it's wise of him at this point with all the experience he's had, you know, go to cup and do your thing. And, you know, Rick's, uh, Rick's cars are very steady. And I think if you can bring enough sponsorship, you know, you can get that car, you know, 15th, 20th, 25th. That's a, you know, that's a good, a good start. And I think Garrett is a, a guy that can help Rick and the team further build their program too, because of the experience he's had. I'm going to say 20th to 25th on that one. I, I don't think anything higher than 20th is really reasonable, except at a super speedway or maybe a road course for those well, cars. Well, perhaps, but a lot of it, again, it depends on the resources. You know, obviously, if you bring enough resources to put into the equipment, then, you know, you can get the right people in the right situation. And that's how you improve performance. It just it's all how much money you can bring to the table. And I'm just saying, I think at this point for Garrett, he probably has more opportunities to get more sponsors in the Cup Series than he would in Xfinity at this point. You know, I think he's about to tap that out. I can buy that point. Yeah. Randy's over there kind of looking at me with this spaced out look on no, his face. No, I, I agree with Tom. I mean, you know, at this point, Garrett Smithley's been in the Xfinity series long enough to understand that, I mean, at some point you've got to do what's best for you. Right. So, I mean, as much as he probably wants to stay with, you know, with JD Motorsports and continue to run that car, if the opportunity to go to Cup is there, you don't turn that down because you don't ever know if you're going to get another exactly. opportunity to run Cup ever again. And it would probably be good for the Rick Ware team to only have one driver running the entire season as opposed to having a merry-go-round of drivers coming in and out of that stable. Because then you get one driver who actually can give you input from exactly. week to week. Right. You get right. more consistency. Yep. The crew chief gets, gets used to the driver. The crew gets used to the driver. You get used to being around the team all the time and not switching from team to team every week. So you get the camaraderie going. And for Garrett, I mean, obviously he's not going to go into this ride thinking he can win right off the bat. But like you guys said, if he gets a top 20, top 25, and just is consistent, that's what it's all about. Your your first full season in Cup, just be consistent and turn laps. That's all that matters. How many times have we talked about that consistency word over the years on this show? Well, a lot. lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think there's this whole sort of subgroup that's Uh emerged in NASCAR the last couple of years. You see drivers, for example, like Austin Terrio, that – they go from, or Spencer Boyd, they go from mid-level truck to mid-level Xfinity to mid-level cup. And so in that, in that sense, it creates this ongoing market for the JD Motorsports and the Rick Ware Racings that wasn't necessarily there before. I think there's now this method of thinking that there's a stepladder within the stepladder for the, for the guys who don't have the big resources, they can still climb the ladder and get to the top. They just have to do it a little differently. Right. And I I find that to be actually kind of interesting. And, you know, I think it's really cool because it helps those teams to continue to churn over drivers and get new interests because they're watching the drivers before them. You know, they, they train them up and, and send them up the ladder. I mean, that's, that's probably not what they want to do, but... 
I mean, it's still a pathway to cup. Right. Maybe not the most orthodox pathway, but it's a pathway. And then you're in cup. And if you can get the most out of Rick Ware's equipment, maybe at some point you find the right person to elevate you up to the next step. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, you know, a guy like Garrett Smithley can go into cup and, you know, maybe he's not turning heads and, you know, busting out top tens and top fives. But if he's being consistent and at least running with the leaders and not falling laps down and causing accidents and doing things that most rookies would do, then at least he's going to get eyes on him and somebody's going to go, hey, maybe he actually is a good driver if he had better equipment or better quality equipment. Right. He might be able to do something. Look, I think this year, or at least the last probably six or eight weeks, Matt DiBenedetto and what those guys have done at Levine have, have opened the eyes to all the independent teams. Now, I'm not saying, of course, you know, Levine has Gibbs equipment, but the independently owned teams out there and, and seeing what those guys are doing or motivating them to go, you know what, we can actually be decent. Right. On the, the yep. Xfinity side, the truck side, the cup side, if we just put the right people in place and get half-decent equipment, we can at least finish in the top 15 and top 20 every week. And then if you get the right driver like Matt Benedetto, you can contend in the top five and maybe win a race. Well, right, exactly. Yeah, that's, I mean, Matt was at this point at 1.2. I was going to say, I up. feel like you're, you know? we're talking about the same, almost the same progression that DiBenedetto's had yeah. up the ladder in a manner of speaking. Now, he did have a stint in premier Xfinity equipment uh, Gibbs. With, with Gibbs, right. but... You know, for the most part, he's kind of scratched and clawed to get, you know, get his way up the ladder into the best opportunity he's been. And he talked about that, actually, uh, with me in the media huddle at uh, Bristol after that runner-up finish last weekend. That, you know, that exact thing of, you know, the fight to get here, this is why we fight. You know, this is why guys like me do it the way we do it, because we know we're capable and we know that given the right opportunity, we can make all this happen. Right. And you know what disappoints me the most about this Garrett Smithley situation? I don't know. It, they need to change the number. To nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they need to make the number nothing. So we can continue the hashtag number nothing. We, well. We, you know. Yeah. But Rick's also made Somebody a break. else will be the number nothing now. Right. He could be Rick. the number nothing 51 that they would allow him to have. <laughs> yeah. Nah, there's no triple digit numbers, unfortunately. unfortunately. We can dream. 051. Wow. About we got through an entire segment and we really didn't even dig into, aside from just getting to Matt Benedetto over there, uh, I, I think in the next segment I really want to dig into, is Denny Hamlin back to being a title contender again? Well, it's a that's a legitimate question. I think. Oh, I think I don't think he ever really stopped being one. Well, that's what I was going to say. I'm not sure (laughs) this year he ever wasn't a title contender. I think he established that at Daytona, and he's pretty much kept it going. Fair enough. I I would buy that, and all you know, it was stunning to me when I went back and looked and realized, oh, that was his fourth win this year. Mm -hmm. Wow! And then you start thinking, Denny has four wins. Kyle has four wins. Martin has four wins. It's it's kind of been a lot of fun if you're a Joe Gibbs driver this season. So we're going to step aside, take a break, and, uh, well, when we return, we'll dig more into the whole Denny Ham- Hamlin conundrum and whether he can win a championship this year. Well, and, yeah, that's going to be the, the big question there. Um, and also whether or not any of the Joe Gibbs cars can carry the momentum into the playoffs because I feel like – this this next race that's coming up could change a lot of things in the uh, playoff scenario, depending on how things go. All right. So with that, we'll step aside. And when we return, way more to talk about on Motorsports Madness. Don't go anywhere. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even RaceCom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. It's not quite dippling, but it's almost better, I feel like. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, reading, that's kind of already a word. I don't know what you do there. I don't know what you do there, but it's at least better dance music. <laughs> yeah, he's Reed is, that's appropriate for Reed, because Reed's kind of a hyper kid. Yeah, hyper might be an understatement there. He's about like 25 (laughs) now, but still a kid to me. I'm 25. He's younger than me. Is he? Yeah. Okay, maybe 23 or something. That sounds right. Anyway, we'll digress from math because that's a skill none of us at this table are good at. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, which we'll tell you about a little later in the show, but they are training for a better life. Indeed. Jacob Seelman, uh, Tom Baker, and Randy Miller are over there. Speak for yourself on that math thing, by the way. My calculator is my best friend. Oh, okay. 
That okay. sort of proves his point, though, Randy. I know. I'm None of saying. us can do math without a calculator. I'm saying. I don't even have a calculator over here. <laughs> I have a timer. Well, well we and, all have and a calculator and a producer phone. when the timer fails. Yeah. But, yeah, you, well, know, you know. Anyway. Something like that. Back to the show. Yes. Please. <laughs> Before we get too yeah, far. We don't have a math track. sponsor yet. We're so. real close to jumping the track. Yeah. Denny Hamlin. Four wins this year. We Between them, the three Joe Gibbs Racing drivers that have visited Victory Lane this year have 12 wins this season, four apiece. Is Denny Hamlin a legitimate title contender this season? Don't everybody jump at <laughs> once. You need, to, you need to name a name. Okay, okay I'll sorry. go first. Um, absolutely. I think this is his best shot to win the title. Thank you. I asked him that at Bristol last weekend because I think it's his best shot. I agree. What did he say? He said he he wouldn't say for sure whether it was his best shot, but he feels like he's more far more prepared now oh, than yeah. he was in 2010. Well, I think Denny's mental game has changed this year. Denny is a different Denny. I don't think that yeah. you see Denny Hamlin previous to this year going so far out of his way to say the things about Matt that he said and and, and just continue to do it over and over and over and over. He is a different. He's in a different place now, and he pretty much said it um, in the post race last week. I think this is Denny's best shot. If you think about why he hasn't won the title in the past, you can almost universally uh, attribute it to his mental game. 2010, absolutely. He crumbled under the pressure, going yep. toe to toe with Jimmy Johnson, and then. What year was he in the championship for? I think it was 2014, the very first year of the uh, elimination playoff, yeah. was the last time he was in the Final Four at Homestead, and they really kind of crumbled under the pressure in that race, too. So yep. I, I agree with what with everything you said, Tom. You know, It's been a mental game that they have not been up to task for, and I feel like this team this year, him, Chris Gabehart, the pit crew— all the pieces of the puzzle, Randy, seem to finally be fitting together the yes. right way. Yeah, Chris Chris should have come on board a long time ago and helped Denny out. But, I mean, Denny has been through a lot um, being on that team, you know, from, from getting the injury from playing basketball to, you know, having to endure that and having to go through the surgery and be out of the car for a while and just everything that he has gone through um, to, to, to be where he is. And, you know, he's driving for Gibbs, so obviously he has that – that eye on you know the spotlight on him and, and Kyle Busch especially all the time because they are the top two drivers in that in that circuit. Not to take anything away from Truex, but this is his first year being a Gibbs driver and Eric Jones is still learning. I mean, even though he's been in the Cup Series now for a couple of years, he's still learning. You know the way of the way of the the way of the ropes, and he's going to get his win say. right. <laughs> Just like math, my grammar is not good either. Um, but he's going to get his win. Sorry, at, at she's some, not doing well. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Anyway, um, my with with Eric Jones, he's going to get his win. If it doesn't come before the chase, it will come in the playoffs at some point in time. So, the problem is if it doesn't come before the playoffs, Eric Jones might not be in the playoffs to be able to utilize that win. Yeah, I don't see right at this point. I don't see anybody underneath him that's going to be able to knock him out of that top sixteen right right now. I mean, I know there's four races left, right? I don't see but even then, two races left. Is there two races left? Oh, oh yeah, there's yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Darlington right. and Indy. Indy. Darlington yep. and Indy. Um, so I, I don't see that happening. And it, it's funny because uh, earlier today I was going through, uh, at the beginning of the season we all picked our final four um, for Homestead, and three out of the five of us have Jimmy as our final four. So 
We're going to have to retweak that when the chase starts. I don't think I had him in, did I? I believe you did. Yeah, it was ouch. me. It was me, you, and I think Nick. Because it was say, it, wasn't it me. was me. It was me and you and Tom, Nick, Ali, and Chris. I think that all picked the final four. So yeah. I'll have to go back I and look at that. I did not get Jimmy in my final four. Yeah. I'll ha- yeah it's going to need some gosh. tweaking. Ouch. It's going to need some tweaking. For sure. Yeah. But I, I, I'm just, I'm still befuddled. There's your word of the day, by the way, Tom. Befuddled. <laughs> Today's word of the day is befuddled. Yeah, something like that. I, I, I really am, though. Just, I honestly believed going into this year that that 48 team would be able to put the ship where they needed to put it. And they've been just, it. it's not just that they've been bad, they've been really bad. Like, uncharacteristically bad, and I don't know what to do with that. This, again, I think is a case of, well, I think there's a few problems here, but... I think the first one was that Jimmy and Kevin Mendering, Mendering were just not a, a, the right match. Um, with that being said, now you got Cliff Daniels, and of course— Who knows Jimmy and has won a championship but, with Jimmy. But again, it's his first go-around as a crew chief, which is a different role than what right. he's played before. Okay, so you got to give him a few races to dial it in. The problem is there aren't— a few races left to dial it in. Something like that. And yeah. I also think that Jimmy, this is another case of where I, I think Jimmy's in some ways, even if he doesn't realize it or comprehend it, I think he's beating himself. He needs to he needs to find seven time in his in his head and get back to approaching a race like seven time approaches a race. And he needs to believe that he's going out and win that race. I mean, there's. it just feels like Jimmy is really pressing here and starting to feel the pressure. And I think he knows that his window of opportunity is closing. Is closing. Yeah. He's. I mean, yeah, he could come back next year. Of course, he's not that old. But well, he's also under contract next year. Well, I'm just saying, but it's not like he has five, six, seven, eight, ten years left. Right. right? So should they have so, made that change of crew chief earlier in the season and went with Cliff, like— at maybe at the All Star break instead of waiting until four, five, six races before the J before the playoffs. It's I mean, how to, long how long do you go with Kevin Mendering before say. you decide? Okay, this is not going to work. We need to cha- right. make a change now so that he has a better opportunity to make the playoffs. That's a valid point, and I think it's tough to say honestly, not, Randy. I mean, because I, mean, I don't even know how much of it is. The right, coaching, I mean, you know right, I mean? we I don't. I mean, obviously, he's tough. Kevin is enough of a professional. You you think that okay, they're going to gel together. But in the world that we live in now, where everything is, you know, quick to the point, if you don't make progress, yeah. you have to make changes. Should, I mean, obviously, they waited too late, I think, to make the change because I think they're starting to gel, but it's too late now yeah. to turn back the clock and yeah. go, okay, we only have Darlington and Indy to make something happen. And I honestly don't see the well, one of those two races. You know, here's, here's I, I mean, I could be wrong, but. I'm going to be that guy and throw out there that if there is one race of all races to be a cutoff race where I believe that Jimmy Johnson could magically come out and look like Jimmy Johnson for one race and win and make the playoffs, it's Indianapolis. But I, we've said that so many times this year, though. We've said, oh, this is, this is the one race where Jimmy can win. This is the one race where he can win, and he hasn't won. I, I, I don't care. Jimmy Johnson looked awful all the way through last, you know, all the way really through um, the latter part of 17 into 18 and still almost made lightning strike the year Kane won the Brickyard. So This is 19. Well, he needs to stick a kite on the, the back of his car. it's a whole different situation now with this new package and everything that's going on. 
I just don't think there's enough speed. I don't think that I, – I just don't – I don't see it. You, you look at the other races, I know there's no track exactly similar to Indy, but just on the bigger tracks, you're not seeing Jimmy Johnson contending for – I just don't see that happening. I, I understand why you're saying it. I just don't believe it. I don't have any faith. With that being said, he is only right now out of, out of 16th place, which Daniel Suarez is sitting on the bubble – Jimmy Johnson is only 25 points out, which sounds like a lot. It's not insurmountable. But with Darlington and Indy yeah. coming up. And, you know. Two tracks that Jimmy can make points on and right. you know, two tracks that have been known to eat drivers up if they're not careful. The oh, problem is, the though, is that Jimmy has really good at the beginning of the race and toward the middle of the race, but then they fall to the back toward the yeah. end of the race. He has to flip that in reverse. I'd rather qualify... Yeah. 36th and work my way up through the field during the race and finish up front, then yeah. start up front and go to the back. You're right. I mean, I agree. That's valid. I think, you know, again, they've, they've kind of gotten themselves. And I think with only two races left, it's a big ask for Cliff Daniels to come in and somehow be able to engineer that kind of, but again, 25, no, winning you're n- in, not in. That's all it takes. I don't believe he gets a win. He'd be he Tom might, Brady. If he was able to turn this around and get Jimmy in the he playoffs. Might, but. Yeah. He might squeak. <laughs> he might be able to squeak in by the hair in his chinny chin chin. But then again, you know, he's got to get out of the first round. And I don't know if I see that happening the way everybody else is running. So if you're, say, if you're Jimmy Johnson, would you rather not make the playoffs or make the playoffs no, and finish 16? make it. I mean, you it. definitely want to yeah. make you I mean, want to make it and keep that streak alive. Get, He's never missed. Well, plus, true. you get I'm sure you get bonuses. Oh, there, yeah, there's, yeah. there's bonus money in it. For like he the needs a bonus. Too. You never don't. Well, but <laughs> you saying. never don't care to make the I mean, playoffs. Right. Right. Clearly, he's poor and is running the Boston yeah. Marathon for money. So, something. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, wow. I don't know about all that now, but uh, um, I think that's been the highlight of his year, honestly, yeah. is the Boston yeah. Marathon. Um, it's seven, you come closer to winning the Boston Marathon than you do winning a cup race. Well, it's, again, I, I see it getting better eventually. I just don't see it getting better before the playoffs. Like I said, he might squeak in, but I don't Maybe see possibly. it going farther than a round. Maybe two, but probably not. I just don't see enough speed he'll, there. He'll be the surprise 17th entry into the playoffs. <laughs> 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 the Jimmy Johnson rule. Yeah. Uh, we did that with his teammate once. I don't care to repeat yeah, that. I don't no, think NASCAR know. does either, to be honest. No. They got, <laughs> they got enough negative PR going on out there without adding oh, What's to one it? more? Whatever. I was going to yeah. say, I know, they, I know they don't care to repeat that scenario. Yeah. We're going to step away to a commercial break when we return. I want to play a little game with Tom and Randy and have some fun. So we'll be back with Monopoly. More... <laughs> We're back with more madness right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, post it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Corrected, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. 
Introducing Easy Rider, complete motorcycle air suspension brought to you by strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider air shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider motorcycle air suspension at strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot left, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Monopoly! (laughs) That was Randy Miller. I tried to throw him off again. Mr. Inside Pass. Yeah, Yeah, I I will say... Throwing Hail Mary. (laughs) I got thrown off because... He fumbled it for a second, but I think he finally caught it in bounce. Yeah, well, I got thrown off at the start because I've been trying to figure out what your shirt was saying, and it took me 20 minutes to realize that it was an Inside Pass shirt. Yes! Yes, I have to promote my own brand. I got so. you. Prop it hasn't you. premiered yet, but it will. It will. It's coming. Uh, yes. um, so, yeah, Tom is next to Randy, Tom Baker. Hi. <laughs> He's like, hello. <laughs> yeah, him. Um, and we're having fun. If you couldn't tell that, we have a lot of fun on this show. And I said we were going to play a game before the last break. And Monopoly! Game... <laughs> Not Monopoly, Randy. Randy um, wants to be the banker. <laughs> I just want to buy part place and put everybody out of business. That's all I want to <laughs> That's it. Uh, well, plus right. Monopoly sounds better than saying life. You know, like li- the li- the game of life just calm, doesn't sound as fun. Calm down, Randy. Calm down. Or shoots and ladders. Life. See, this doesn't have the same appeal. You just stole the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say the game of life, and he <laughs> took it from me because that's what I was going to say was life. That was James Mellick. I don't even think James has talked yet until just then. So, yeah. hi, Mr. Producer. Yeah, it's good to see uh, Good to see James getting some... Mike and camera time here. Something. Well, I, he only talked to the complaint because I took his those, word from him. That's the only thing. Wow. Randy, Randy calm down. It's there is okay, a lot I going promise. on over here tonight, fellas, let yeah. me tell you. Yeah. This show is on television now in the Charlotte Market, channel 25.2 WSIC TV. And everybody just went to 25.3. Ouch. Anyway, Jacob, you were going to lead us in a game. I was trying to until Randy kept interrupting. 
Whatever. You're having fun. It's all that matters. Uh, I want to play What Have We Learned, since this is the last off oh weekend before the uh, stretch run to determine the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series champions. So, I want each of you to come up, and, and we can alternate. I've got a couple things, too. We'll go Tom, then Randy, then me. But I want us each to come up with two things that we've learned going into the final off weekend of the Cup season. Well, let's see. Does it have to be related to playoff drivers? or Not necessarily. Okay, well, um, two things I've learned. The first thing I've learned is that Matt Benedetto is the bomb. Okay, yes. that's the guy who every team needs to be looking at to put in their car for 2020. I know he doesn't bring big-time sponsors. That's what you hire smart marketing people for, to go find them. And if you can't market Matt DiBenedetto, you're not doing it right. Yes, so that's that's one thing I've learned. The other thing I've learned is that I think right now the driver with the upper hand going into this stretch run is Denny Hamlin. And I think this is an opportunity right now for Denny to really take charge and to take over this this season a little bit. If he gets a win in one of the next two races, watch out for him all the way to the final four because Denny is really on fire right now. And I like the way he's driving the car and I like the way he's handling the mental game this year too. All right, Randiferous, you're we, up. Wow, Randiferous? that's a great word. That's another <laughs> word of the day. Um, so we, we learned that even NASCAR fans can get emotional uh, because Matt Benedetto <laughs> has made everybody cry, I Wait, think, at some point in yes. the last uh, week or so. Um, and, and, you know, for good reason. I mean, obviously, everybody wants to see him. And, and oh, aside from doubt. that, you, yeah. can also, yeah. you can also take a driver like him and make him the most popular driver in the sport in less than 24 hours by doing exactly what he did at Bristol. Um, and then the other thing that, we, that I, I learned is that as fast as of a car as you can have, and the best team that you drive for doesn't necessarily mean that you're always going to be running up front and contending for wins and winning races every week. And I'm talking about Eric Jones because, as, as Jacob said earlier, all three of his teammates have won four races this year. Yep. He is still winless, although he has been so close to winning and hasn't had the luck or the pit stops or whatever you want to call it for, to get him in victory lane. But he's driving for the best organization this year and still has not visited Victory Lane. All right. So two things I've learned here. First thing is that Joe Gibbs Racing has a lot of roosters in the hen house. And what I say about or what I mean by that is eventually we're going to have to pare that down to, you know, one driver coming out on top of the other two because you can't have three drivers all walk away with the championship trophy in November. And I do think there is you know, an easy scenario where you see Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., and Denny Hamlin all in the championship four when we get down to Miami. Is it going to happen? I don't know that for sure, but right now I'd say there's a better chance than there's not that the three of them will be three of the four players for this title. And the other thing I feel like I've learned, particularly over the last month or so, is that it's taken most of the year, but Chevrolet is finally wrapping their hands. Try that again. We, I also, wrapping their hands? We have a great segment <laughs> about that coming up in a little bit. Wrapping their hands around it, wrapping their heads around it, wrapping their brains around it. They're wrapping all of them around this new package and what it takes to be successful. It's taken some time, but the Bowtie Brigade is finally getting there, and I don't think they're going to just whimper out of this playoff. I really don't. 
I've noticed pretty much what you guys have noticed. Uh, in a roundabout, in a roundabout way, I've noticed that Toyota is still the class of the field. Yes, they were last year, and they are again this year. I mean, that's basically what you guys have been saying: is Toyota is a class of the field, and that's what I see as well. Well, it started as Toyota and Penske. It did, and, and Penske's kind of fallen off yeah, a bit, which but, is surprising. But they got both of their cars, or two of their cars, in the playoffs with really a win. Early, yeah, with a win. So we don't know how much they've just been experimenting and how much they've been. That's right. Keep in mind you know, that you know Brad Keselowski was kind of an experimenter for much of the 2018 regular season and then rattled off three straight wins at Darlington, right. Indianapolis and uh, the playoff opener there at Vegas. So I wouldn't just say they're going to be out to lunch come next weekend in well, South Carolina. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I would look at Penske as being, if, if there's going to be a big, now other than I think there's one Chevy driver that stands out above the rest, which is Chase Elliott. Duh. I think Chase definitely is a match for the Toyotas. But I I could easily see uh, Team Penske kind of wrapping it back up as we get into playoff time. It seems to mm-hmm. happen every year. So oh, it does. And you know, we should keep in uh, mind who the defending champion is too. Right, Penske driver. Yeah, Joey Logano. We we just we need to be careful not to write them off just because we haven't seen a lot lately. In the beginning of the year, they right. every bit the match for Toyota. And like I said, they tend to experiment and play around a lot. And I think that uh, as we get to these next two races they're going to kind of get back into form again and you'll see him correct you'll see him make a run in the playoffs who needed this off week we'll, we'll go in the same order tom then randy then me but who who in the cup series needed this off week to reboot before the final 12 boy that's a, a good question i i've got to be honest with you i i think if anybody needed it i'd go back to jimmy johnson i think this may be a week hopefully he went away somewhere you know, on a beach or on a boat or somewhere, or maybe just his couch. I don't know. But you just, you got to get away from it. Calm yourself down. You still have a chance at the playoffs. You've got to find seven time in, in your head again, and you got to make it work with Cliff Daniels and get yourself in however you have to at this point. Randy? I'm going to say Ryan Newman because I feel like he needs a week to go take some courses on learning how to drive and staying out of people's way. <laughs> because. Whoa. Clearly, he's well, uh, uh, clearly there are NASCAR fans looking for his address right now <laughs> because they want yeah. to riot and toilet paper his front yard, which I would join gladly join in if I could find out where he lived. Um, yeah, but I mean, and I'm not not anything wrong. I mean, obviously Ryan Newman well, is a great driver, nice. but you know, I mean, oh, I, I totally agree depending upon you. whose opinion or whose side you're on, he, in my opinion, cost Matt Benedetto. Well, race. he did. He did. I, I don't think he that, did. I don't think you can. Mi- I don't think that's an opinion. I think that's a fact. I mean, yes. we can, we can, what we can disagree on, maybe, uh, you know, we can discuss whether or not he had a right to do that or, you know, he was fighting for his own playoff life or whatever. Which but he, he was in a that's way. That's a different question. Did he cost Matt DiBenedetto the race? Undoubtedly. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. He, he did. Yeah. And we're in agreement there. You know, apparently, sorry, not sorry. So that's mm-hmm. kind of where you just kind of keep that in the memory bank if you're Matty D and, you know, Maybe you choose not to, or maybe Correct. you decide to. But one, one way or another, Ryan can't complain if it happens because that was—I thought—that was way across the line. I mean, it's one thing to crowd him; it's another thing to hit him. Yeah. Um, you know, Ryan just—and uh, he's been known for that. You're a lapped car. Actually, Move. no. He was on the tail end of the. He was fighting. He to was stay fighting. On. To stay I know, on but, lap, but, but he was getting. But my point is, is they're coming up to lap you. So he's not in contention 
racing for a win. He's he's going to no, be No, but it, I'll defend Newman so far as to say this. With only 10 cars on the lead lap at that point and knowing Bristol's penchant for late cautions, it's more likely you're going to fight to stay on the lead lap at that racetrack because if you get a caught, if you do have that caution come out, suddenly you're inside the top 10 with a shot at the, you know, at A, improving your position, and B, potentially, if stuff shakes out right, still a shot to win the race. There's 10 laps to go. No, that that contact came with almost 40 laps okay, to go. But Big my, difference. My point is that at that point in the race, you're being lapped, okay? If your race car is not fast enough, because, look, even if, they, they had a caution with 10 laps to go, and he's sitting in 10th, and he's on the lead lap. Where's he going? He Pit can't, road for fresh tires. I mean, he... They had fresh tires. But he wasn't fast enough to advance his position at that point. He wasn't going to go anywhere. You don't know that. If he gets a caution, comes down pit road, you, gets tires... You cannot interfere with the leaders trying to win the race. That, to me, is not only unsportsmanlike, it's dirty. And so Ryan Newman should expect that Matt DiBenedetto is going to retaliate at some point, and I don't want to hear him whine or complain because you can't give it without being able to take it. People complain about Joey Logano all the time and how he drives, but Joey has said categorically, I give it, sometimes I got to take it. I haven't heard that out of Ryan Newman. What he did was dirty. And it has no place in the sport, as far as I'm concerned. I don't care if you're trying to... You you defend your position only to the point where it's obvious you're going to get lapped and you let the leaders go, and then you fight with the cars that you're fighting with. Okay. I mean, I can't I can't disagree, but, I mean, to a point, he's right. I mean, if you've, if you've got less than 50 laps to go and you know the leader's coming up on you, to me, if we're talking about, like, you know, a Kyle Busch being in the lead or a Denny Hamlin being in the leader then Ryan probably would have moved out of the way. I feel like because it was Matt DiBenedetto, he didn't move because I either he figured that Matt wasn't going to catch him or wasn't going to be able to pass him, or he doesn't, maybe he doesn't respect Matt DiBenedetto enough to go, you know what, you know, I feel like it depends on who you're driving for or who you are. Kyle Busch would have wrecked him. I can him. buy that. Kyle right. would have just put him in yeah, the wall Kyle and just wrecked him straight out. But we, because it was Matt DiBenedetto and Matt, not saying that Matt hasn't earned the respect, but I feel like Matt isn't the kind of guy that's going to wreck you for a win or wreck you to get by you. Well, and people know that about him. That's why he maybe, did it to Matt. Maybe, but I, I think that, that Ryan races everybody like that. When that's true. Lapped. Ask Chase but you, Elliott. But you race the way you get yeah. lapped. Chase Th- Elliott a re- saw once before. Twice before, Twice actually. Before, that's right. Yeah. yeah. There's, so. a, there's a reason why they call Ryan Newman the hardest pass in NASCAR. Yeah. I mean, that's just so, like I said, if, you know, at some point one of those drivers, you know, makes a point, I don't want to hear Ryan complain because that was just uncalled for and it was dirty. You don't cost a, a guy a race trying to fight to stay on the same lap. That's just, you know, make your race car better. Which they're in the playoffs right now, yeah. so it's getting better at oh, least. That's, again, I'm happy to see that as well. I'm just saying that kind of stuff has no place in the sport. That's just dirty driving. And, you know, I, I feel bad for Matt DiBenedetto, although I wonder if the story wasn't bigger because he didn't win than it would have been if he'd actually got the win. I actually do buy that in you know? some mm-hmm. sense, and we can talk about that a little later. Right now, we need to talk ourselves off to a break. We'll be back with more madness right after this. 
When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun you have a full-time responsibility when you aren't using it be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children troubled teenagers a thief or anyone else who might misuse it your family friends and neighbors are all counting on you remember always lock it up For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. Hi, this is Tyler Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. That gives me an idea of what we're doing in this short segment. Okay. What are we doing? Because Tyler Ingram, so trucks. Okay. And we can actually extend the trucks into the next couple of segments here because we got a couple of short segments. But if you ta- like, I, I would like because a Canada, a, a. <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah, you got the a mixed. It's in the wrong order. It's Whatever, Canada, good job. a, whatever, and b playoffs. Playoffs. We're opening the playoffs at Mo- at Mosport this weekend. Wait, I thought we opened the truck playoffs at. Oh wait, we, yes. No, wait. Round I'm, round numero dos. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm because Mr. Anklum, yeah, Anklum. Wow, Anklum, Mr. Wow. Anklum. We need yeah. a bunch of reboots in the next <laughs> yeah, we segment. We do. Where's a my computer? A bunch clear? of. Um, yeah. 
problems. Yeah, Tyler Ankrum had an Sorry. unfortunate yeah, to the playoffs. Yeah, season. we'll try that again. So round two of the playoffs, we're still moving people forward. I yeah. See, I'm screwed up because Bristol last year was the regular season finale, yeah. and this year it's round one of yeah, three. Yeah, they've got and us all it, yeah. cattywampus, as they <laughs> right. say here in the and, South. And next year you're going to need a calendar to tell the racetrack every single week because yeah. it's all messed up. <laughs> it's all up. messed up. <laughs> but anyway, all right, so I'll go back to the point that I was trying to get to and say, do we really have a road racer, per se, that you look at in the among the playoff contenders this weekend at Mosport? Um, That's a really interesting question because I feel like in the truck series right now, the guys that are running up toward the front that are in playoff contention, I, I don't think there's any particularly – skilled road racers in the sense that they stand out from everybody else. I actually think everybody goes in kind of even, and you know, I don't think there's any really bad road racers other than maybe Johnny Sauter. Ouch. He's never been a great road racer that I remember. Does Ankrum have any road racing no. experience? No, but you know what? I think Tyler Ankrum is the most adaptable driver in the entire playoff scenario i i bet you he's got that truck in the top 10 the only problem is he had the electrical issue yes. at bristol so now he's 20 points in the hole yep. he needs a better finish than that he i needs agree a really it's an good unfortunate day. scheduling deal for him i know nobody knows that i'm here but i'll sneak this in todd oh. todd gillen's out chris for redemption ladies and gentlemen oh hi you know yes. um not that not a playoff scenario but yeah yeah, and, and he doesn't have to worry about Noah Gregson this time either. We'll be back with more truck talk in the second half of Madness in a minute. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. 
how to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. That there sprint car guy. Yeah, see, I feel like that's appropriate music for Casey. I think Casey Sounds would about enjoy right. that. Yeah. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick's over there saving us, kind of, sort of, ish. And, well, last segment we needed these guys badly. So yes. we're, <laughs> we're, we're going to reboot, and while we're rebooting— we, You mean, by, by reboot, you mean y'all. Yeah. I haven't. Well, I guess I do. Kind of yeah, you, nice you, to see you. you picked up the whatever. Dialect, Randy. Hello, I'm from Texas. <laughs> oh, that's right. right. That's yeah. still yeah. A well, that explains a lot, doesn't yeah. it? Tom, tell us about our friends who can reboot us. <laughs> hey, my computer career is the—they're the, the people who can reboot us. And here's the deal with my computer career. Okay, we'll try to do this in about a minute or a minute and a half. Mycomputercareer.edu is training for a better life. What is it? It's IT training. If you're looking for a change of career, you want to do something different, maybe you're just coming out of the service or maybe you're coming out of college and you're not really happy with your major and you're looking for a first big job, well, IT could be it. There are over 2 million jobs right now that are unfilled in this country for cybersecurity alone. My Computer Career can help you fill one of those jobs. It's pretty easy. Go to mycomputercareer.edu, take the free career evaluation. If you would like to pursue a career in IT, simple to do that, too. They have financial aid available if you're eligible, including the GI Bill. And you can be an IT professional as little as four months, and that's not even doing it full time. A few days a week, either online or at one of the seven campuses across the country, My Computer Career can train you to be an IT professional. When you're ready to be placed in a job, My Computer Career works with hundreds of employers to place their students and get you started on your way to a better life and a better career as an IT professional. MyComputerCareer.edu. Again, training for a better life. And also, we want to call attention to something that they're doing with the military, and we'll do that a little bit later in the show. They've got a very special promotion that they're doing right now. We'll talk about that a little bit later. So, yeah, that's my computer career. They could probably intern here. <laughs> we could probably use them. Yeah. yeah. Well, we need at least one for a reboot. Yeah, for me. Well, that's yeah. a full-time job. Well, a lot. Um, by the way, if anybody sees me suddenly start shaking on camera, I think they turned the level of Arctic up above my head. We, so. Yeah, we we'll just be back with more madness right there. after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. 
circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Most random re-entry music ever yeah sort of like a cross between it's a, like a techno disco sort of thing it's weird yeah i don't know I don't no know te- is. techno is what todd gilliland has behind yeah, his but re-entry. that's kind of spencer's is kind of techno-ish too it's just got like this it's weird more disco upbeat vibe. yeah yeah anyway welcome back to motorsports <laughs> madness powered by my computer crew dot edu jacob seelman tom baker randy miller james malik is punching buttons mostly back there and chris pops in every once in a while and, yeah yeah chris, chris decided to pop in on a yeah. microphone that was random yeah and Tom mentioned before the break that My Computer Career has a really cool initiative going, or uh, either going on or getting ready to go on for our servicemen and women. So let's talk about that. Yeah, I need to. I need to read this. So you got to uh, forgive me here for looking at my computer, but uh, My Computer Career is actually partnering with Lifetime uh, Network to do a military makeover. And here's what it. Here's what they're doing. They're going to select one lucky veteran 
for the home renovation of a lifetime. And this is wicked cool. Um, if military makeover, that show is new to you, that's okay. Here's what it is. The special series is hosted by Montel Williams, who's a decorated veteran. And it enlists con conscientious designers, contractors, landscapers, and other home improvement pros to transform the homes and lives of deserving military families all across the country. The makeover may include kitchen upgrades, furniture upgrades, new paint, new floors throughout the home, landscape makeover, overhaul of the inside of the home, and more surprises. Sub submissions are open now. Nominate yourself or a veteran you know for this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Go to mycomputer uh, mycomputercareer.edu and uh, just enter the military makeover uh, contest. It is going to be awesome. And we're so obviously we are, uh, we bless our military and we're so thankful, uh, that, uh, my computer career is stepping up and we're proud to have my computer career as uh, a big part of our family and in particular this show. Okay. That's cool. Do I have icicles forming on my nose yet? Nope, not yet. You are not a popsicle. No, but I saw a penguin running by when during the commercial break. <laughs> I think, it, I don't know if he was trying to get away from you or not, but he was waddling pretty fast. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. By the by oh, the that way, was that little thing in the tux. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah it was okay. a little thing in the tux. By the way, while we were gone, we we have a new we have a logo back there. Yeah, we we have new we have new things. We have new graphics that popped yeah, up while we were awesome. on commercial break. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's magical. Is that where I is that where I pull or get James to to set a button? You know, to I don't the know. to the audio of. Boom confetti. Boom. Yeah, boom confetti. Okay, so we uh, where are we going with the racing conversation here? Well. Oh, leader. <laughs> we we interrupted host. our truck conversation to talk let's about my computer that. career. Yeah, let's go about that, uh, shall we? Or go, go about go that? Go about that. Go Reboot. back to that. Where's my, where's my computer career? <laughs> See, this is why we spend so much time yeah, talking about right. my computer career. <laughs> have you guys I talked about the problem. Xfinity Series news? We're, 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 we're getting there. Getting we're getting there. there. Patience. Patience. Patience, Murdoch. I don't, I don't have you, a lot of you, patience. You weren't supposed to be start part of this show, so patience. But we're glad he is, though. Yes, we're glad he is. Nobody told me I couldn't, so. No, we're glad you are. Valid point. Uh, well, I Please mean, continue, Jake. In, in his defense, he just walked over there and turned his own mic on oh, yeah. and started talking. So <laughs> he is a part of the I mean, production staff. He yeah. pretty much just did his own thing anyway. Yeah. So yeah, fair enough. He I, ignores I, black flags like everybody else in NASCAR. Ooh. Mm. Ouch. <laughs> All right, back to the truck series. Yes, please. We Quickly. know Ankrum needs to dig himself out of a hole, yes. but who who around that uh, cut line are you most concerned for with two races to go? Grant Ingfinger. Cough, cough. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, though, is I'm not so sure that I'm worried about Grant Enfinger not making it out of the first round of the playoffs. I'm worried about Grant Enfinger making the championship round because in order to do that, you have to win a race. How, how can you not be afraid of him, you know, or worried about him not making out of the first round when he barely made it in to the first round? Well, he didn't barely make it in. He was the regular season champion. That carries a guaranteed you think, spot. But, do you and, think he would have rather but consistency, to get in, though? See, but right now, he's P4. So, I mean, I don't see him. He's 28 points out of the lead, if you will. And he is so you don't 13 see him points. Dropping out. Not in the first round. He's 13 points above uh, the the. Seventh place. Seventh place. Austin yeah. Hill. That's what I was trying to, to get to. Um, above the first car out. So, uh, and he's he's actually 23 points ahead of Tyler Ankrum. So, you know, when you look at that, he's 10 points out of the bubble. I think Grant Emfinger can 
sort of consistent himself at least one more round, but then you gotta you better start winning something. Consistency is only gonna get you so far. It won't get them playoffs. to the final four nope. because Moffitt, Chastain are really hot right now. And they'll we know, win. We right, and we know that Friesen is also hot. Um, and the other guy who can win at any of those tracks in the next round, Johnny Sauter. Well, so I have another question. Okay. Because I just You're thought just about full this. Of those I'm, I'm full of those, Jacob. That's good. We need somebody. Um, so with Ross Chastain, with how tight Canadian Tire Motorsports Park is and with how well he ran at Watkins Glen in the Xfinity Series, could Ross Chastain be a potential threat to to win this race of course he could be but he's not going to because there's a major there's a couple of major spoilers in this race that we really haven't even talked about who i believe have a shot to be the top two in the finishing order when it's all said and done and oh by the way it's their home country alex tagliani is in a Kyle Busch Motorsports truck. And not oh just any Kyle Busch Motorsports the truck. He's in the, the 51 Kyle. truck. The KBM truck. The first KBM truck. Yeah. The primary KBM truck. I can go on. And then there's Raphael Lassard, who I believe is in a DGR Crosley yes, truck. That is correct. For the weekend. Which is, KBM I would argue at this point, every bit as good as KBM yeah, equipment. I would agree. Honestly. Where did Tagley finish last year? Was he was he a top ten truck last year? Oh, Tags was in Tags has been in contention every year. He's yeah, been at Canadian Tire yeah. Motorsport Park. Yeah, he just hasn't is. sealed the deal yet. I think this could be the year with those two plus Friesen, this could be the year we finally see a Canadian win in Canada in the truck series. Because there's three really, really strong bullets in the gun right there with Friesen, Lassard, and Tagliani. You know what's interesting to me when I look down the entry list is that there there aren't a whole lot of what I would call top shelf ringers. You'll have that when there's only twenty eight I mean, trucks. Well, you have you have ringers. I mean, you you know Gary Clute is certainly another Canadian. Ah, there's could, another one. In, who could in, run very well. He's in the, in the second niece truck the second, too. Yeah, niece, yeah, second to niece truck. Yeah. Um, so he's another one, I think. But you know, Dylan Lupton's also another driver that I think could Dylan could do something. This yeah, he's in uh, he's in the twenty truck actually. Interesting. Yeah, he's driving the twenty truck. I for knew Young's it wasn't Motorsports. one of his scheduled races with DGR Crosley. Yep. So there's a couple, but you know, they're not quite as many as you might expect for being Who? you know a Canadian race. So so he he are you an owl now, Chris? You just <laughs> well, that hoop. that. That took me off guard because isn't isn't okay. Young's a full time team like three full time trucks? Well, they were, and that brings me to the next point of the rumor mill that we can discuss quickly on the truck series side. Does anybody have any uh, bright ideas as to what happened to Spencer Boyd all of a sudden? That's a good question. I mean, it would be a good question to ask Spencer. We need to get him on a future it, show. Was, and it, talk to well, him about it, it would be a good question to ask Spencer if anybody could actually get a hold of Spencer. And I should know. I've tried. Did, well, he's, did he go too hard, too fast with the Cup Series thing? Well, no. I I heard some. I read somewhere the other day that he wants to focus more on getting into the Cup Series. Like he wants to focus huh. more on getting a Cup ride. But he has to be well, in a so, ride. To well, be I know. But I mean, yeah. unless he knows somebody or is trying well, to work well, something out, so he stepped away see, to again, you know, we get sponsorship or whatever. About this little subgroup and I, he didn't let's face facts here young's motorsports three full-time trucks they none all of them sort made of the struggled. playoffs yeah. yeah they've all they all really kind of struggled to 
Um, they all had their moments, but they all kind of struggled to get it, to get in consistently top five, top yeah. ten. Tyler and, Dipple's the only one who started to somewhat look like something here yeah. as we get close to the end of the year with that zero two truck. But even he's not been where he wanted to be. No, uh, well, I would argue Tyler though has been for the most part this year the best of the three. Though oh, Spencer's, easily, yeah. Spencer's had his moments, and Gus Dean also too, but. I think Spencer, as now that the playoffs have started, I think he's setting himself up to try and maybe do Spencer's a Garrett Smithley this, and do a full time. Spencer's cup deal done this thing year. backwards anyway because he started in Xfinity and then went to truck. Well, and he did that because that he too. felt like he had a better chance in the truck series than he did in the Xfinity ride that he was driving. And it just hasn't it necessarily just worked out, out this year. Yeah, yeah it's Unfor- tough to go it's to three trucks all at once and try to do that yeah very unfortunate for uh to see that for spencer and for youngs but uh, we'll step aside and when we return we'll talk safety why well because indycar your son or daughter has had their license for a while now but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road high school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively they need to be prepared for any highway emergency for less than a month's insurance and a whole lot less BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Valero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even RaceCom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. 
Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. So that 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 camera angles aimed high enough that you can't see me air drumming, and I don't have enough space here to kind of air drum high without running into something. So that's kind of why I didn't do that. But okay. I digress. Jacob, yeah. your, your penguin has made it over here. My pen. <laughs> I'm starting to you fill the draft it. over here now. It's been See, I, to- I told you. They're, just trying to, they're trying to freeze me out over here. Must be going right by me because I'm not feeling any of it. But you have the, you have, Maybe you have warm, a heat vortex around yeah, you. Yeah, could be. Yeah, it's that vortex <laughs> so Daryl keeps talking about. It's wind. It's cold yeah. wind all the way around, but then yeah. you're hot. So. Welcome let's ba- talk about IndyCar. Let's do that. Welcome back. to. Well, before we do that, let's remind the people what they're seeing slash hearing. This is Motorsports Madness. I'm Jacob Seelman. Those two knuckleheads. <laughs> I resemble that remark. Yeah. Well, I, I, I almost went so far as to make the joke, and yeah, they don't matter, but you kind of do. So that's Tom Baker. That's Randy Miller. Randy, R- Randy's easy to tell because he has his name on his shirt now. That's right. I do. It's right there. Right there. Right, right, there. right, yes, right, right there. Yeah, right there. I didn't know which one I thought it was on. <laughs> this whole having camera things is confusing. Well, see, because I, I, I had a birthday a couple of weeks ago, and now I'm starting to forget my name. So I put on my shirt so I would never forget. So there you go. <laughs> what did you have to drink for your birthday? <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. What in happens the, at my IndyCar house stays at my Pocono house. Pocono last weekend. Did, you, did we know that? <laughs> yes. Well, I think we knew that IndyCar was at Pocono. What yes. we were hoping wasn't going to happen was exactly what happened, and that's the fact that, well, we wrecked a lot of things again. Well, Not I mean, good. I just think that's part of high-speed IndyCar racing. I don't, I don't understand what everybody's fussing about, to be honest. I really don't. Well, see, that's kind of where I'm at with this, but let's go back and recap exactly what happened. First, uh, turn two, lap one. Takuma Sato and Alexander Rossi have a bit of a coming together, and at the end of it, five cars go crash, boom, bang. Uh, Felix Rosenquist ended up going on his lid briefly uh, and riding the wall briefly. Takuma Sato actually ended up on his lid fully, and they had to unflip him, flip him back over. (laughs) Un- Whatever. Flip Unflip him. Yeah. Okay. Get him. Get him righted. There we go. That's there a proper. Your thesaurus must have been, must have reached Flip the end. Him back right side <laughs> yeah. up. His 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 yeah. thesaurus must have reached the end back of the, over uh, on book. the wheels. Yeah, he's making up like now. Anyway, he's reading it backwards. So that led to an argument between Sato and Rossi shocking. on Twitter. Yeah, shocking, right? Where neither one of them was agreeing with the other's turn uh, version of the events. And that led to Ray Hall and a bunch of fan comments, by the way, which were just nasty. Yeah. Led to Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing coming to the defense of their driver and actually releasing the team telemetry video of the incident in which it clearly showed Takuma Sato's wheel never turned before the accident. Hello. Well. That kind of corroborates that Takuma didn't turn down on Rossi. The problem with that is if you if you look at almost every camera angle that NBCSN showed, I don't care about what NBCSN showed. I care about what the telemetry data see, shows. NBC which doesn't is the, matter when you can see the in-car camera and him not yeah, turning the wheel. Let's That's put correct. it this way: Takuma Sato definitely was in a position he didn't need to be in on, the on lap one. Lap. Yeah, that, I don't that, care if he turned or not. That we can agree on. I, I think we can agree that three wide going towards the tunnel turn on lap one of two hundred was ill-advised. But can we can we focus on the larger point here, which isn't that 
driver A or driver no, B messed it, up causing big No, it's not wreck. at all. It, the, I th- the bigger point was the discussion that Dario Franchitti and Sebastian Bourdais were having, and Robert Wick and Sage Karam, Stefan Wilson all chimed in on, does IndyCar still need to be racing at Pocono? Yes. I mean, here's my response to all of the people who say that IndyCar needs to stop racing at Pocono. Do we stop racing at Indy, too? Do that's we cancel the, the 500? That, that's the point that Dario we, made. We go faster there than we do at Pocono. Hello. I mean, come on, <laughs> people. Make some sense here for crying out loud. This is absurd. I'm sick of hearing this argument. Every time there's a crash on a high-speed oval in IndyCar, you have about four or five of the same people who just start whining like little sissy boys about how fast everybody's going and how dangerous it is. Wow. Sorry. I, I'm, do- I'm, I'm done with this. I grew up in the 70s. Do you know where IndyCar ran most of their races in the 70s? Ovals. Ovals. And here's the deal with this. I didn't hear AJ. I didn't hear Gordy. I didn't hear Mario. I didn't hear all of the uncers. I didn't hear any of those people ever say we're going too fast we need to slow down yeah that's a great idea let's put in another street course where we drive around at 96 miles an hour and bump into jersey barriers i mean indycar is not indycar without high speed ovals we need more of them not less if any of if any driver chooses not to race on the high speed ovals then they can get out of the seat and there will be somebody else in Indy Lights or anywhere else who will gladly fill it and and drive fast. And, oh, by the way, here's the latest. Oh, it's all fun and games till somebody gets seriously hurt or dies at Richmond. We're already picking on Richmond. We haven't even gone there, and Richmond's not even a mile track. Yeah. Seriously? Can I just point out that Tom's New Yorker came out and he said Mario instead of Mario? Yes. Mario, Mario. That's pretty funny. Whatever. But your point still stands. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I just, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this argument because the best racing IndyCar puts on are on those tracks. Fontana, Pocono, Michigan. I mean, those tracks are the best racing in the series, period. And I'm I'm just tired of all of it. I'm done with it because I've heard it for the last 10 years this new crop of drivers, there's, and, and some of them are the older guys, too. It's like, if you're at an age where this bothers you too much, there's Get probably out. a sports car ride for you. Yeah. Put somebody else in it. Elio wasn't scared. He just had Elio, to go to sports car racing. I think Elio would love to come back and do it all some more. Yes. They'd have him, but obviously that's not happening. So, for the moment. You know, but he'd gladly come back to Indy. You just you can't argue getting rid of Pocono without also getting rid of Indy. Thank you. It's impossible. Absolutely agreed. End of discussion, or at least end of that particular discussion. Can we talk about the race for the championship? Of course we can, because Joseph Newgarden took a step in the right direction. Yes, he did. And, you know, the other guy who took a step again in the right direction, who we said three weeks ago was completely out of it, Scott Dixon. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Just when we think he's out of it, (laughs) he says, nope, Well, not yet. Scott's one of these drivers that... He just has a habit of sneaking up. And and this is you talk about drivers having a fast start, them fading. Scott is the opposite. Scott gets better as the year goes on. It seems like every year the same thing happens. Um, I don't know if I see him winning a championship, but I'll tell you what, he's not out of it yet. And there's still just enough time and just enough tracks where he's good that we could it could be interesting. 
But I still think that uh, Newgarden's definitely the guy now that, that you got to look at. Him and Pagano are still, um, you know, Rossi, I think, unfortunately. With that wreck at Pocono really hurt, hurt Rossi him. some momentum. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he's been a little bit off on speed the last X number of races as it is, and that that situation definitely did not help him. No, it didn't. Now, to be fair, Portland is a track where Rossi just absolutely slaughtered him in the past. You know, yes, he he. Of course, that miss. was a while ago. Yep. Well, he didn't get the credit because Takuma Sato ended up, you know, right sneaking it out yeah. but i mean Ro- rossi had portland covered yeah so let, let's be clear on that well, i agree but i said this to somebody earlier in the week and i'm going to reiterate it this now comes down to what these guys do next gateway this weekend is the key to it all if joseph newgarden comes out wins gateway and adds to his points lead by a good bit i don't think you're going to see anybody take the championship from him if right. newgarden just has another mediocre day and one of those three guys behind him comes out and makes a statement oh boy look out because it's game on at that point yep and oh, by the way, just while we got a minute, I want to go back to Pocono make one more point. I will agree with one thing. The upper catch fences, got to go. We got to make something safer above the wall at Pocono. I don't know what. That's for engineers to determine. Something. But yeah, the catch fence they got there now is not n- not safe. That needs to go because these indie cars get up in the air easy. You got you to gotta make something stronger there. Um, but, you know can't stop running i don't understand why tracks are doing safety things after the fact like you see so many tracks who to wait until something happens and go oh wait maybe we should have fixed that well no you should have fixed it 10 years ago you know when say when the safety when safety precautions and safety things start coming along and technology gets better you should upgrade it before something happens not wait until it happens sometimes you don't know it's a problem well, yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, look at Pocono, for instance. Case, Pocono has a wall, has a catch fence because they don't think anybody's ever going to – NASCAR guys don't well, go up on the fence that often. I mean, Casey Kane did it a few years ago. My but. point with Pocono's catch fence is that it's been <clears> there right. forever. And right, exactly. It, need, I mean, you're right. You know, it's time to – we've seen NASCARs – stock NASCARs. But even in dirt stock cars get up. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Way. You've got to – yeah, exactly. You know, you get – it's, it's – it, NASCARs. To, are, you, are you Justin Haley now with NASCARs or NAS trucks? I corrected myself. Um, NASCAR stock cars we've seen, and we look at Bobby Allison. How long ago was that? You know, 1986. Yeah, you need to that that type of catch fence doesn't belong at a racetrack anymore. That you got to fix. Other than that, going the speeds they're going, I completely check out of that conversation. Yeah. Your, yeah. your, your New Yorker, re- Chris is right. Your New Yorker really showed up in that rant. So does blood pressure. <laughs> My blood pressure doesn't need to go up for me to be emphatic. No, you you do a good job of that regularly. Yes. Um, I know we're three races to go, but before we go to break, pick your champion out of the four guys that are left. Well, at this point, I'm I'm really thinking Joseph Newgarden is on his way. Randy? Yeah, I can't can't disagree. I'm going to go with Newgarden, too. I'm going to shock both of you. Um, because everybody forgets Laguna Seca's double point, Scott Dixon. Well, that would would have been my second pick, believe it or not. I was all in Rossi's corner until until Pocono, Pocono happened. Yeah, I think yeah. if you keep him close, he's got. But I I think that was not a good sign. We got one more big segment, and we still got to talk Xfinity, and we're going to do that right after this break. So don't go anywhere. We'll get Tom riled up, and we'll be back with the lightning round on Motorsports Madness Done right already. after this. How to be a great dad in fifteen seconds. 
bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. (laughs) Tom is over there air guitaring. Absolutely. Blues hour. It's the blues, man. The problem is we didn't know you were air guitaring fast enough for Melek to go over there and punch a button and, and let the world see you. But maybe that's just as <laughs> well. Well, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, maybe that's just I'm as not well. Sorry I wish that. the I, no, I wish I, I had thought ahead far enough to uh, keep the world from seeing me dippling. But you know. <laughs> well, see, we got permanent record of that. <laughs> Unfortunately, it will come back eventually. Uh, Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Yes. Yeah, I'm screwed. Lightning round. <laughs> yeah, Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller. Uh, Chris Murdoch has decided to poke his head slash voice in from time to time, and James Mellick is still punching buttons on the production side. And this is, as Tom referenced, our lightning round. Yes, it which is. Which means lots of heavy-hitting 
topics or quick hitting topics, depending on what kind of a mood we're in. And we're going to start the quick hits with the Xfinity series. And I will ask this. Are you a believer in Tyler Reddick again after what he did at Bristol? Well, that wasn't the question that I thought you were going to ask, but uh, the answer no, to that is... No, but it's the question that yes, I asked. I'm absolutely a believer in Tyler Reddick. I was never not a believer in Tyler Reddick, but it's good that he finally had a little bit of an uptick. Jacob, I will point out to you, I've been the biggest believer of Tyler Reddick on this show since the playoffs because I've been the one to pick him for the championship even at his down moments. That would be last year's playoffs for those of you still trying to play catch-up here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I yeah. got that. Randy, are you are you a believer again? Yeah, he was on our show last week, and yes. I could tell that he is he's focused and determined. And I mean, not that he isn't anyways, but he seems like he's more focused this year and more ready to prove himself and prove a point to everyone that he is win last year wasn't a fluke. And uh, so I, I feel like he's definitely um, on that fast track to being uh, a two-time NASCAR champion. Ooh. Back-to-back, you say? I've been a believer. Even when Tom was saying that he didn't feel like Tyler Reddick was in the favorite category anymore because he wasn't winning the way that Christopher Bell and Cole Custer. At the time, I I don't believe he was. I was was saying that in that moment. I was was clear that I could change my mind in the future, but every week I say I believe what I see, and Tyler had a little bit of a slump. Well— I, I don't think I saw the slump. I saw some bad luck, but I never saw the slump as far as performance was concerned. So, okay. I mean, when Fair you're enough. still finishing in the top three to five every single week, that's not a slump. And in look my what mind. he did at Bristol. I mean, he, yes. yes. He had, okay, yeah. so let's be clear the here. The book Let, handed to him. Let's count all the things that had to happen before Tyler Reddick won that race. He failed inspection four times. Yeah. He lost his car chief. He wasn't allowed to qualify. He had to start last. He had to serve a green flag pass-through penalty on lap one. He fell down a lap. And yet through all of that, he still came back, came all the way through the field, and won that race. Well, and I think that it, what that shows is that Tyler's a guy who's not going to quit on a race. And right. I, you know, I think that's uh, that was what we learned uh, as if we didn't know it before, that was what we learned at Bristol. But there was a point, I think, for a few weeks, and you can say, well, it wasn't so much performance as a result. That may be true, but I look at all of that and I say, okay, there was a few weeks there where you had the other two of the big three clearly um, kind of carrying that momentum. And now we have four because we have Austin Sindrick. Because we're going to another road course. Do you think Cole Custer and Christopher Bell should be worried about going into a road course and then going back to another track where, I mean, fits Tyler Reddick's driving style in Darlington? Hmm. Yes, they should be worried. Of course. Yeah, Yeah, I would be scared to death because I think Austin Sindrick goes in as the favorite. And I think. To Road America, absolutely. Well, that's what I'm saying. Are you sure about that? I'm just asking. Are you sure? Yes, well, there's a young man in that 18 car that <laughs> I was ran say, really good in the cup cars. I knew where he was going. Uh, Matt D. What yeah, about what about? Yeah. I understand Austin's a, a ringer, but I don't. You got ca- Matt D. stepping into a Gibbs car, top notch. As then, good as Matt is, even as good as he's been on road courses, James, I Austin Sindrick is far and away still the favorite. Uh, he may. Well, I'm going to tell you, he, he's the favorite of obviously the playoff contenders because Matt's not obviously a playoff contender. Owner, owner points maybe, but not driver points. But um, I think that this is an Austin Sindrick kind of weekend. I think you look at him and you say, okay, he's the guy. 
And if he is able to somehow win this race, he goes into uh, the next race at Darlington. Okay, final race before the playoffs, but he would have won three of the last four. No, Darlington's not the final race before the playoffs, but I get where you're going with that. Oh, that's right, Indy. Yeah. Well, no, because um, remember, Wait, remember, Xfinity, remember, Xfinity and Cup playoffs don't line up. That's right. There's only seven races that's in right. the Xfinity yeah, playoff. Right. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, you're right. I think the last the last race of the regular season for Xfinity, I believe, is Vegas. But my point is, I guess three of through winning three of the last four would make right. a huge statement. And I think Cindric, he's been there all year. He's just kind of been on the back end of it. I agree. You know, I, I, let me let me throw let me throw another name out there for you guys. Somebody who has a lot to prove this weekend after being disqualified. Twice already. L twice. L twice. Dinger. I, I yeah, he does. Dinger. Yeah. But it's not even his. I don't think I would be worried if I was Dinger. I would just go into the shop and say, "Hey, get it, get it right this time." Well, they well, got I, it, they I, got it right the last time. He finished third at Mid Ohio. Yeah, I mean, I there again. AJ is certainly going to be tough. Um, you know, I think. But what what I think you look at with the playoff cars, I think it's Cindric and I, I. I you know, we we were going to talk about the new rule that was. I was getting there. From NASCAR. Well, let me kind of help us get there because this horse is a little bit far behind his buggy. Well, I I want to I want to get there because I think the the point that gets made about whether or not that's a good rule or a bad rule. This year we've had three guys, and now Cindric for four that have pretty much dominated this series and have been fighting with each other the entire way. The race has been hard. It's been exciting. They've made contact. They bumped, they banged, they've outdriven each other. They've elevated each other's, um, you know, skill set and performance. We don't need cup drivers in this series. So the part everybody's complaining about is we're, we're taking cup drivers out of two more races now, so they can only run five. Good. Next year, make it three, then go to one and leave it there because I'm fine if they want to go play at Daytona. They won't. The biggest um, thing they, there, though, is sponsorship dollars. Those guys want those cup drivers in those cars. But you know what? That may be true, but if they know they can't have them, okay, they're going to be forced to look at these young kids. And the fact is, these kids are the ones put on the show. Kyle Busch, the last couple races in the Gibbs car, uh-uh. I mean, he's been you know, it. he's, yeah. I Granted, mean, at Bristol, they blew an engine, but... Well, yeah, and how ra- sure how rare is that that you see one of those motors yeah. just croak? At least it did it after the, after the stage was over. Stage. Yeah, win the stage, yeah. go to the garage. Get it's a, it's a different conversation, though, between Xfinity and the Truck Series this year because in the Xfinity Series, you can tell by the race winners that it, the Cup guys being in those series doesn't even matter because Cole Custer and Tyler Reddick and Christopher Bell have been dominating the series even with those Cup guys in the field. It's the truck series when you look at how many races would have been won by a truck regular if Kyle Busch hadn't won those five in a row. Ding, 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 ding. Right. You know, neither Ross, at the beginning of the uh, season. I believe <clears throat> that neither Ross Chastain nor uh, Tyler Ankrum would have been in the playoffs. And next had, year, right. when we start talking about the triple truck challenge and the dash for cash races, which I believe the cut guys are, are exempt from running the dash for yes. cash anyways, right? Correct. So next year they'll be exempt from running the uh, the triple truck challenge. Which well, means they, no, they were exempt this year too. Well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going for points, right. I got like Greg Biffle got to be in it, but right. he didn't get to win the money. But he took that he took that spot away from somebody who well, would have but been. They can't, they can't run the dash for cash. Right, they can't run they any of the races. Run the, the triple so, truck right. So, well, and and I'm gonna go back and just clarify here because that's not that's not a change. 
cup drivers who were running for points already could not run dash for cash and they already could not run the triple truck challenge now am i am i disappointed that somebody like greg biffle took you know actually i don't even think he took a spot from somebody because crafton finished second in that race and crafton still got into the playoffs but you know, Greg Biffle declared for Truck Series points. He did what he was supposed to do, and he got 50, you know, that, as a matter of fact, he did. He was useful for something there because that was the win that automatically qualified the 51 truck for KBM for the owner playoffs, for the owner's championship this year. So Biffle's win actually was important from a team perspective because without that, Kyle Busch Motorsports is completely useless right well, now. Well, and look, let's let's be clear here. Greg Biffle has a right to come out. I mean, we got... Yeah, you know, you it's no different than somebody like Elliot Sadler wanting Sodder, to run the Xfinity Series. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. can't... You know, my my problem is with the, the veteran Kyle Cup Bush. drivers. Not just Kyle. My problem's with the veteran Cup drivers. I still believe once you win a racing cup, you don't go back down to either of the lower series, period. That's for development and making new names. You keep saying, NASCAR keeps saying, names are made here. For and the Xfinity Series, yeah. About, yeah, and then we keep talking about Kyle Busch or Kyle Larson or whoever it would be. But we really haven't because so the saying, last eight weeks, you know, the, the Xfinity regulars have beat them. You're saying even drivers like Eric Jones, who, who needs work, on the other tracks, but one at Daytona can't go back and run. That's just Once, like Justin that's, Haley. That's, that's what about what Haley? Haley just sneaked in there with that lucky race. Well, Haley's, win. Running, Haley's for running for Xfinity points. points. That's but different. Won. But he's won a couple of If you declare for points in that series, you're exempt from right. Tom's theory. He's running okay. for points in the Xfinity at, series. He won a cup race. That's fine. But the deal is, if you go to Cup and you're full time in Cup and you've won a race, you don't get to drop back down. And yes, even Eric Jones. Because at that point, that's your living. Someone else needs to be able to make a living in the Xfinity series and get their name out there so they can then end up in, in Cup at some point. I just, I don't think the series needs it. I think this year proves it. It's been great racing. Actually, half it the time, been. it's been a way better race than the Cup race, to be honest. Gee, I wonder opinion. why. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> Package. You know, well, but, but again, you had drivers fighting it out. We've had a rivalry in that series between three guys. And then you get Allgaier, you get, you know, whoever, the, the other driver now, Sindrick, that move up and, and get faster and, and step in. It's been a really exciting race all year long. Can you believe, by the way, here's a lightning round question for you. Can you believe that this deep into a season after somebody like Justin Allgaier had a career year last year that Junior Motorsports is not even on the board yet? Um, No, I can't, honestly. A, junior Motorsports isn't on the board yet? Sorry. Michael Sorry, the full-timer. The, the, you know, with the exception of Michael Annette. You know, uh, yeah, I was yeah. about to say Michael Annette's a full-timer, well, too. A lot. I, I just feel like, for the most part, they've not had the speed that they've yeah. had in the past. I don't know what you know, to yeah. that Daytona, to. But. Daytona's Daytona, but they're, right. not on the, they're not on the board anywhere that you know matters when it comes to a championship well, right. Justin Allgaier because... had Bristol on lock, and then he hit the, hit the wall. Well, yeah. he, he didn't hit the wall. He cut a tire. But, oh, yeah. well, that was but Brandon Jones that M- hit the Michael wall. Michael Annette may have won Daytona, but because the other three guys have dominated the rest of the season, people forget that Michael Annette even won Daytona. Thank, <laughs> well, thank mean, you. And that's nothing against and Michael Annette. I'm just saying, yeah. 
he started out the season great, but then all of a yeah. sudden the other three guys came about, and now but, it's like, oh wait, Michael Lennett did win a but race. But remember yeah. what happened the last time a junior motorsports driver won at Daytona and then went off into non-existence. Yes. Tyler Reddick is now driving the two car. Michael Lennett. <laughs> Michael Lennett is not. Michael Lennett does not equal Tyler Reddick. No, I'm sorry. No, in no way, shape, or form. No. Nobody thought Tyler Reddick would have equaled Tyler Reddick last year. Well, but certainly Tyler I Reddick's. I gave much him a better chance to advance yeah. to the playoffs than Michael. Yeah. No offense. I just. I don't give. I, I'll be honest. I don't give Michael. Michael Annette a shot to advance out of round one. No, I don't either. Do we think no. any more uh, junior motorsports drivers get a win before the end of it? Oh, I think Justin could easily, yeah. I think, I think, I think he's yeah. had a couple. I think Locke and Glenn, think Gator, his temper got the best of him. Gator can go win at Indy, and he can go win at Vegas pretty easily. I don't know that I give him a huge shot at Darlington. He but won Road America last year, didn't he? He did, but... So. Austin Sindrick also wasn't Austin Sindrick at well, that point. that's point. true, but anything can happen. I mean, it's Road America, after well, all. Yeah. Road course I, races and road course shot. races. He's got a shot. Yeah, he does I just, have a shot. I, so. I, think, I think Gregson needs a second year, um, oh, which is fine. It, yeah. I mean, you know, fair enough. Um, but, yeah, I think Allgaier certainly still could win before I think the there was last. too much pressure put on Gregson. Yeah. I'm well, also probably. bummed that Road America's race doesn't have a food sponsor, by the way. With that, we're going <laughs> to step aside for the final time, and we'll be back with the white flag in just a minute. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue? You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event. 
event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Hearing Jesse Love makes me think about the Jacksonville uh, Midget Championship race that he was in Sunday night in Illinois and the fact that a 15-car race at a quarter-mile bullring might have been the best race I've seen all weekend, and I love what they did there. Gotta love midgets on the dirt. Not, only, well, n- not only that, but if you look down at that field, the KKM cars, it brought out the Clawson Marshall heavy yeah, hitters. Absolutely. I mean, that was a 15-car field where any one of those 15 cars could have won it. Yeah, and absolutely. Ken Dobson from Jacksonville said this race is going to get bigger. They they put that race together in two weeks and had 27 cars. Can you imagine if they'd had it on the schedule oh, since yeah. the beginning of they the year? They doubled the field at least. Oh, it was great. I loved it. Is there anything we haven't touched on that we need to, Tom, before we duck out of here? Well, probably not, Pro- other than to say that, again, uh, we are in a new home here, WSIC yes. in Statesville. and We are on TV now live in the Charlotte market, and uh, it's uh, channel 25.2. Uh, over-the-air television, WSIC-TV. So uh, we appreciate everyone from WSIC hosting our shows now. We're still everywhere else that we were. We've just added live television. Yes, and we've, we've added... Nice <laughs> studio, too. We've, at, we've added the new digs. We've also yes. added Jacob shivering over here because Murdoch keeps turning the temperature we'll get, down. We'll get, you, oh. we'll get you a sweater. For it now. looks yeah. like Christmas Eve over there on yeah. your side of the table. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, no, we're, we're definitely going to uh, well, fix that and make Jacob warmer before next week. Thanks to mycomputercrew.edu as well as HMSmotorsport and strutmasters.com for what they do to make this show possible. So right now for... Uh, well, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick, Chris Murdoch, I'm Jacob Seelman. Keep it off the wall. If you're headed to a racetrack, folks, we might just see you there. Have a safe racing weekend until we meet again. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit RacechaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.